Hello. I beat you. Hello. Hello. You did beat me. Um, hopefully you didn't scream into the microphone. What All right. That? We, um, I think we have a good topic today. I think we have, we've gotten a couple questions, comments, kind of things to talk about. And I think that this topic today kind of has roots in all of them. So. And I don't know why I feel compelled to say this, but I guess because, I don't know, the world of Instagram or whatever, I do want to say again, and I think we've said this, but like, this is our perception, our take on things. Like, I don't, there's many people with many ideas and things to share and by no means do we think this is our opinions are the only ones out there and this is a, a forum for us to share with people things that have worked for us you know your work but I guess I just want to be clear that we're not the people saying like flying the flag but saying listen to us we're the only you know we're, we have the answers <clears throat> so yeah I because there's a lot of that out there and I don't want to I don't yeah. want to be part of that movement. No, I don't either, which was one of the main reasons I hesitated with even starting a podcast. And for those who have been listening from the beginning, they know what it was, where it was just me talking. And I think either it had to have been in the first episode. I had said, like, I don't want to contribute to the noise. And I think that right. that's part of the environment where everyone's trying to steal your attention yeah. and that's the last thing we want to do we'd like to be gifted your attention but th that's on like yeah. the listener yeah. and it is also it is also worth saying that we are very appreciative of you the listener someone that is giving us your the most like precious commodity right. of time yeah, and that we don't, I think we've been very open about it, but we certainly don't have all of our stuff figured out at all. We've, no. We've made progress with things, and and kind of that's the point of being able to share with people like some of the things that have worked for us in some of our struggles, and that's really the purpose of it. Um, yeah. Not to say we're free of uh, problems or struggles or having the same things come up again it's just that's kind of the space we're all in and it's just a place to share what's maybe if someone can take something away from it and make it their own so yeah so that said that said this week, that was interesting that caught me off guard i didn't i didn't know i was listening to the scott mcgee strong fit podcast and he said scott mcgee he's the guy that does the sisu podcast yeah and they were talking about how he operates his podcast and there's like all this stuff with it but one of the things he said is he opens with a right hook with people so like he's kind of opposed to the like interview um resume style podcast where like okay so bill i hear you know you've been a green beret like let's hear kind of what you've done and he opens with a question that kind of catches people off guard to mm. start them a little bit off like oh wow this isn't going to be like that. Not that that's what that was, but it just made me think of that. Caught you off guard. Caught me off guard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is good, I think, to be caught off guard, at least in the way I see it, because that's then real. Right. 
and it's not scripted. It's not scripted. It's not obviously like we don't have we don't know we know what we're talking about today but other than that we have no idea where it's gonna go um and to be caught off guard is to also be like involved and engaged in whatever it is you're doing and so man what a boring thing it would be if you knew everything coming up so um that is definitely that is definitely cool and actually there's a question. So I put up on Instagram, we're recording today. If you have any questions, you know, we'll we'll maybe have some time at the end to answer mm-hmm. them or to talk about them or whatever. And somebody um, wrote in about like powerful journal questions. Prompts. Prompts. It was about prompts. It was about prompts. Yeah. And I think it's kind of related to what we're saying about either being caught off guard or uh, it'll be kind of the topic. But the... So I, th- I want to come back to this at the end okay. and just revisit mm-hmm. some things, but um, that's not what we're going to talk about today. Last week we had the Q and A, <clears throat> and um, there were there were some good things there. One of them was like how to deal with. One of them that were was common were questions that was how to deal with habitual behaviors, mm-hmm. how to raise awareness about. mindless habits stuff you keep doing like the loop and we sort of talked about it and i think we said okay there we could probably dive into that a little bit more and so as we started to chat about it more this morning it was less about like how do we answer this direct question and more so how does this question and how do these behaviors both with myself yourself and clients we work with um where did that where does that fall into a, a maybe a bit bigger of mm-hmm. an of an idea. Right. And that's kind of what led us back to something that um, we talk about often, and that's essence over form. And one of the things that I don't think I've publicly talked about it. I know I've worked on worked on it with people, but that is something that has been very it's been a paradigm shift, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of how you view things, right. how you approach things and how you really do engage with things. It also, I was just thinking about it before. It's another reason why, uh, between the ears and strong fit have a lot of overplay and interplay and yeah, interlap overlap. overlap and interplay. Um, in the physical, that would be tension over position. So essence over form is a way of looking at how you're doing something, why you're doing something, um, how you approach something mm-hmm. and, and, and engage with it. So I don't know, maybe you, what is it like? How, what's yeah, your so experience? Think, right. So, I mean, we tend to go to different places on this, but I think I'm, I try to like, Charlie is eating our wall. Yeah. I try to bring it back to like something concrete. And I do think like the physical stuff is a, um, it helps like frame the concept in a tangible way. So like for me, essence over form would be my relationship with working out has been like, just get it done. Just 
complete the tasks. These are the tasks for the day. I'm going to get them done. Check the box. That would be like the form. I went and I worked out. I did it. The essence of it would be what was the value I got out of it? Was I present? Like what actually happened? So I think in a fitness type of thing, it's, um, you know, what's really happening? Where are you present? What, what are you extracting from it? Not just checking the box, doing what it looks like. So I was saying in the world of fitness, like for me, it's essence over form would be like, not just form would be like doing the workout. It says, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the gym and check the box. Did it. Yeah. Versus the essence is like, why am I there? What am I getting out of it? Am I present? It doesn't have to be some super ethereal thing, but just actually participating and having, um, there's a word you use and I keep forgetting it. Not ownership. Um, agency, agency in it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a way to look at it. Like, form is just like it looks like that if i look out at the class it's like they're here they did it but i don't know if they're really getting the essence of it like right so those are two different things yeah that's a big one and that's a big one when we look at if somebody's doing something habitually and mindlessly it might you know that's not to say that's necessarily bad but because it was submitted by a couple people yeah yeah it's worth looking into. And so for me, you know, essence over form, the essence of it is really the, the richness and the value and the, you know, the, the good stuff that's contained within whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And the form is just the packaging. Mm -hmm. You know, the form is maybe what it looks like on the outside, but doesn't have, doesn't necessarily, the form can be there, but it doesn't provide the value that is contained within it. I mean, really, you could apply it to everything. Like Correct. even we were talking about recently, mindful eating. Like you've worked with people with that and diet and nutrition. And this is such a, I think the fitness world has made nutrition more of a form thing versus like the essence of it. Like, you know, so you can look at that also. Like you might... Um, eat these foods, check those boxes. Yep. I got all my numbers and whatever, but what's the essence of your relationship with like food? And did you sit down and did you share a meal? Was it social? Like whatever it is, like, were you mindfully eating or is it just like the food was ingested? Right. Yeah. And that's a big thing where I don't know if everyone, and this is, you know, putting myself into that everyone category, obviously always knows what the essence is, Mm -hmm. but that's then where the opportunity is. So if you're going to the gym and you don't, and you haven't revisited, like, what is the essence of it? What is the value of it? What is, what am I getting out of it? What am I bringing to it? Then it's only natural to think that it would be a habitual activity that might not provide fulfillment, that you might not enjoy, that you might actually not have... You're not really participating um, in it. No. You're kind of disconnected. Right. And then what's interesting is someone asked about burnout and kind of like that type of thing does definitely lead to burnout. When you're not really fully invested, you're sort of disconnected, you're going through the motions. I think that's where like burnout can happen. Yeah. I um, I think that the burnout is the 
I don't have any statistics for this, obviously. Mm-hmm. So just my observation and yeah. opinion. Burnout is not, there's not a magic point in which you're like, I have reached burnout. Mm-hmm. Like if you work 80 hours a week, then on 81 hours, you're right. going to burn out. It right. doesn't work that way. You know, there's people, I've, we've, we've both, there's plenty of people out there who've been in positions where it's like, holy crap, that's like a marathon effort at a sprint Mm -hmm. pace. You're not burned out. And while that's obviously not something that's probably long-term, it's like, well, no, it's frankly, the burnout is the death by a thousand cuts. Mm -hmm. And if you are not really invested in what you're doing and extracting the essence out of what you're doing, then yes, the form, it doesn't have to be, I mean, there are plenty of people who are burned out that work low stress jobs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like, you know, I had a call with an affiliate owner yesterday, new affiliate owner. And I was really impressed, like works full time, comes home, says hello to his kids, then goes right to the gym and runs that whole gym by himself. And super energetic i mean i talked to him it was 10 o'clock at night over in europe and he was like on you know and it was um like that having that passion well yes he's probably working 80 hours a week he's fired up about it versus someone that may be working 30 but they're just totally uninspired by their job they're burned out on monday Mm -hmm. so um yeah I, i think though that also leads to like people want to have and we've talked about this before um, the kind of pattern or like the rules. Like, so for me, if I'm feeling burned out immediately, it kind of goes to the, the form or the numbers. Well, like I shouldn't be burned out because I did only do three days and then I took a rest day. Like, you know what I mean? Or by the data or by the numbers or by the form of it. But like, if you maybe went really hard, like that, just looking at what it looked like on paper, if it was like a really intensive, couple intensive workouts you had maybe some other things going on in your life kind of stress like it's not just like a pattern that repeats itself three days on one day off three days on one day off like you're not today's not a rest day I don't get to take it it's like the essence of it is okay whatever happened in those three days that maybe didn't happen a month ago when I trained for three days like okay that maybe warrants a day two days three days of rest Mm -hmm. But, but I think we tend to want to like find a pattern repeat it and that is when it starts to push us towards the the form over essence i think well the yeah and the pattern form the pattern creates comfort the pattern creates you 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 know what to expect and that gets delivered Mm -hmm. so your brain is like all right i don't need to pay attention yeah i can kind of check out and so you stop and so there's a whole this is like well documented within any like elite sport performance outside of sport, like pianists mm-hmm. and stuff where I forget the exact phrase of it. There's a pretty cool book called the sports gene, a bit long winded and kind of like get on with it. Um, but they talk about that and skill acquisition and someone can probably tell me what it is, but um, the name is escaping me, but essentially you get a point where it's like, I no longer have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And that's not where the masters actually are. That's the people that kind of peak and burn out Mm -hmm. or are good, but never go to that next level. And so the pattern of constantly having your expectation come true turns your brain off 
right. in, a, in, in a sense. Well, and it's also like that's just not realistic for how the human body, if you're looking at the body, for example, or life, like life doesn't happen in a pattern. So speaking for myself, like um, I fall into that trap with like nutrition. This is working really well. Start something new, like when I first started auto-regulation, kind of navigated my way. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, that's it. All I got to do is keep repeating this. But like your body changes, the environment changes, things change, your life change. And and so it's like you get stuck in like, well, why is this no longer um, this pattern, this formula working? And I think we all, yeah, it's like a very strange thing. You try to kind of hold on to like this formula because it is comfortable. Like, okay, now all I have to do is do that. I don't have to work that hard anymore. But ironically, the the benefit is in the working. The benefit is in the learning, exploring, and navigating the changes. So yeah. But if you're focused, if you don't have the ability to access the essence of it, then it feels just harder. Then that feels like a job. Like, oh, now I got to figure out like what works. It's like, but if the essence is to learn and to connect with your body, like then it's not a chore. It's kind of like a process what you're going for. So I think the perception is definitely the perspective matters. Yeah. And when you point to things and say, look, I did this and you, and you, um, just focus on the what, right. You're generally in the form side of things. When you look at kind of how, and we'll say why, but that's why is a little bit trickier. Um, how you approached, is now we're trending towards, okay, extracting the essence. And so we can look at that from a movement standpoint, which is, which is, okay, that's tangible. Like we'll take this. Did you talk about the squat at all? No. So we can take the squat, for example. There's plenty of people who squat and extract the essence of the movement. Mm -hmm. Which is what? What is the essence of squatting? Right. So to use, you know, your glutes, your hamstrings, your quads, your your midline, lower body yeah move your joint through a, a range of motion whatever that is yeah and Use engage the musculature yeah, right have the muscles contract your muscles work. yeah yes there form. are those who squat with perfect form as defined by different bodies you know there's hip crease below the knee that's a crossfit thing toes, chest a non-crossfit thing would be to 90 degrees right. and right. whatever you know, that whatever. standard is sure so there's people who squat with what you say was a form or what looks to be a squat from the outside. Like, oh, wow, yeah, that person's squatting. Right. It's like, well, they're actually just bending their legs and their hips. Right. They actually didn't engage any, I mean, sure, by nature of moving through a range of motion, you, your muscles are working, but they didn't actually connect to that muscle and engage it, even though from the outside perspective, they look like they're squatting. So they're achieving the form over someone that might be extracting the essence of it. Perhaps they don't go to a standard that looks like someone's definition of a squat, but they're really getting the essence of it, what they need to strengthen themselves and use their muscles. So that presents kind of a dilemma then and is in contrast and in conflict with how a lot of the fitness industry has taught things mm-hmm. yeah because you can't put that you can't put that this way period 
Yeah. So for us in making those changes, the other challenge is we can't identify if someone's getting the essence of the movement. I can't feel what you're feeling in a squat. I don't know if you feel your glutes. I can see. It's much easier for me to see. Are you doing it correctly by way of form? Mm -hmm. So that I think that's where from a coaching perspective, it's like, well, that's kind of, it's too hard for me or the class of 15 people to know if everybody's using their glutes. But Mm -hmm. I can stand here and scan the room and tell someone to get their hips lower. That's doable. Mm -hmm. Figuring out if everybody's using their glutes, much harder. Mm -hmm. So I think the the trend is like, well, okay, which, which one, how do you tackle that? Yeah. So that's, I think, an area where when we look at like what the, from our perspective, what the ideal setup program is, you know, part one is educating people. And we've seen it after 10, 11 years when we started implementing this stuff. There's people that have been doing this for 10 years and have never actually felt some of their muscles doing these movements. So now it's like, okay, how do we make that change? And so that requires a precursor step to like, okay, this is what it feels like to use this. So, um, but I think that's a hurdle for people because back to the identity thing, I mean, it is a very real thing, but if I'm not getting my hips below my knees, I'm a le- I'm less that. Well, you've done... I'm doing less of a squat. I'm doing not to standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're playing someone else's game. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's part of the pitfall with this stuff. But it's so easy to play other people's game. That's the template. That's living by someone else's design. Got it. It helps to be mm-hmm. guided and supported and coached and encouraged. And, and we're not saying just fucking anarchy for all. But like, where is your agency? Mm-hmm. Where is your buy-in? Where is your contribution? Where is your control, to some degree, on your experience? Right. And so we often say living a fully engaged life, and that's what it is. Right. And nobody can make you pay attention other than you. Right. Yes, there's tips and tricks. You can meditate. You can nasal breathe. You can clean up your nutrition. You can stop looking at the phone. But those tips and tricks are worthless if you don't do it, and if you don't actually show up and participate then it's not going to happen and everything else then is just the form you meditating because they say to meditate Mm -hmm. is the form you going to the gym because exercise is good for you is the form you journaling you journaling the journaling is a great one and and the journaling is a great one it's like i'm journaling and i'm not getting it and it's like what are you trying to get out of it Mm -hmm. and and really what that that's another thing like what are you trying to get out of journaling and then they'll usually say, well, I want to get better at this, that, or the other. And it's like, okay, the only way you're going to journal correctly, there's a couple rules. It's got to be honest. It's got to be judgment-free. And you, and you do need to start. But aside from that, the fourth rule isn't to plan the rest of your life mm-hmm. or to figure out this problem or, at work. Or, it's not, it's, it's for, the purpose of it is to not have a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's an unintentional discovery. Right. And that's kind of the thing, like, with so much of the journaling, 
ex- like I'm journaling to get this. It doesn't, it's, that's not yeah, how it or goes. Or to have someone say, did I do this right? You know, and I think that's, I think that's normal. You know, we have clients and certainly people in class and whatever, whether it's a workout, a movement, like, am I doing this right? It's just, and for some of that stuff, it's like, I don't know. Are you like, I'm not your judge on that. Now I get it. Certain movements and things like that. It's not a blanket statement, but like, well, I don't know. Like, what did you feel in it? Whether that's a movement or journaling, like, did you get something out of it? Like those are, you can't always be looking for someone else to tell you, did you do it right? I think that's, what's interesting about making some choices too with like, and I'd had a conversation with someone this morning about this, you know, being a coach or helping coach someone isn't, and you've talked about this a lot, isn't just you imparting your goals or what you want on that person. So for instance, for us, yes, sandbags, doing sandbag cleans, like there's reasons that we think those are really valuable. Mm-hmm. But if there's a person that can safely and effectively like clean a barbell and they enjoy the barbell, for them, like, yeah, that's essence over form. It, it would be just as wrong for us to say like, no, you have to only do sandbag cleans. But that person has to know like, well, why am I making that choice? And that's where I think when we started implementing that at the class level of making choices, it's like people are kind of caught off guard. They're not prepared to, to connect to like, I don't know, why would I do this or this? Which do I want to do? And we found... I think people are getting better at it, but initially it was kind of like, well, tell, just tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, as you're saying, like that's kind of in that category of form. Like mm-hmm. I can't tell you that, which do you feel would be extracting the essence of this for you? Yeah. Enjoyment, whatever it is. And yeah. that's something that people aren't used to connecting with. And I think that takes a while. It's not an overnight thing, but that's really where the benefit's going to be. Not just saying I came to the gym for 21 days straight. I did the work. Like what? Okay. What? Who cares? Who's keeping score? You know, that's Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Shifting gears outside of the gym too, Mm -hmm. because I don't want to just stay there. You can look at this in relationships as well or conversations Mm -hmm. and stuff. And the form of it would be like, yep, we went to dinner or we had a chat and, and or you just look around like we're spending quality. We're spending time together. Right. And everybody's on their phone. Yeah. Right. You, you were co-located in the same room yeah. and you ingested food. That's the facts. Mm-hmm. Is that really like, what, what did you get out of that? What did you extract out of that? Now we're looking at the essence Yeah. and when we go through sort of our day to day, you know, is it so cut and dry? No, of course not. But like, just when we want to maybe question or be more mindful of the habitual patterns, we can look to what is the essence I am looking to extract out of my, and then whatever it is you do. Yeah. I mean, job, your job. I mean, that's a huge one, you know, I think, people's careers job is huge family your relationships um and that what's interesting about that is so so if you go through that process okay so what am i looking to extract out of fill in the blank and you do that for your main your relationships your whatever it is it 
it just asking that question is going to force you to have some sort of awareness. Like you have to now think like, oh, okay, so I don't know. I never thought about that. Let me think about that. And I think, you know, when you do that, it sort of starts to take all the noise and just the stuff you're doing in boxes and checking boxes and like funnel it down to a little bit more being present. Yeah. And like, okay, less is more. Like if I'm trying to extract, I think this is a big one, like, if I'm trying to reduce my stress, okay, what I want for my life is like, I want to like reduce my stress and then I'm, or, you know, be more mindful. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to like get up, I'm going to journal, I'm going to go for this walk, I'm going to listen to the music, I'm going to um, come back home, I'm going to meditate, then I'm going to work, then I'm going to do my workout and then I'm going to come home, we're going to sit down, I'm going to eat, whatever. And then you're like, well, what am I looking to get out of it? It's like, well, I want to be more calm. And you realize that doing all those things is definitely not adding to your calm. Like, okay, maybe it is that you get up and walk, but you can't journal, walk, and work out all in a two-hour span or else it's not extracting the essence. So mm-hmm. I think like that's a helpful thing for me to think, like, what am I actually trying to do here? If I'm yeah. trying to walk with the dogs because it's relaxing and I'm squeezing it in, like if I get there, I get okay, and then I get back. Like okay, did I actually accomplish what I was saying, or would it have been better to maybe just not? Right. Or and whatever. that's and I, and I think something that just again think about is essence isn't just like there's not just like the one right answer mm-hmm. about the essence, and it's not to be so calculated and cold in. That's where, and that's where I think movement can kind of trend towards that. Like for movement, it it is fairly cut and dry because we're talking about like you know muscles and stuff. For our life, though, it 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 is, and and I say this all the time about being curious and Mm -hmm. compassionate with yourself, with your experience. And you know, I get it. That might come as a surprise to some people. Um, I don't really care, but. Nonetheless, like, when we look at the essence of what we're trying to do and what Mm -hmm. we're trying to extract and what we're trying to experience, breathe in, breathe out, relax for a second, and understand that, yes, there is likely going to be more than just one right answer. Like, there's not necessarily one right answer. It's it's looking at that, for example, in your case, if you're looking to reduce stress, be calm, be Mm -hmm. more present, be more aware. Okay. I'm not just like, oh man, I hope I picked the right thing, right? You're saying there's there's many ways I can do that. Yeah, so explore them. Right, so explore them and but then go be be into that. And so for example, the dogs, you have got 17 minutes before a call. Mm-hmm. And you know that you're going to walk the dogs and you like walking the dogs cuz you feel a sense of calm. So you're going to go walk the dogs. And it's like, okay, but are you going to if it, if, if it takes you 15 minutes to get to the park, mm-hmm. you're not doing anything. Even But walking the dogs is the form of it. Right. And so it might be like, how can you extract the essence out of that? Which it might mean like, well, you don't walk the dog. Like right, you don't right. do that. Same thing with health or fitness. Like yeah. this is where we can get back to overall health and well-being mm-hmm. of I need to go to the gym because I'm somebody who up, 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 right. and you have that, that character. Right. And it's like, well, if the essence of your movement practice and your fitness mm-hmm. is to feel good, move well, 
like enjoy what you're doing right then you just going to the gym because it says go to the gym is subscribing to someone else's agenda and it's the form that's not giving a freebie on discipline on resiliency mm-hmm. on commitment and dedication no well, it's though, zooming all those things are there's a there's an ebb and a flow and it is an arch or a balance or you know i mean but i think when we talk about this like ideal model of like fitness a lot of people go to the gym and we did a survey recently at the gym and we asked about stress relief and people prioritized very differently like you know what was the one to four in order why you come to the gym you know there was aesthetics stress relief um, performance just general health and stress relief was like up there but if you're kind of to my point going to the gym for stress relief but you're just hitting it hard quote unquote and killing yourself every day by definition of what we know about the nervous system not our opinion you are actually adding stress so now you're saying you're going for stress sleep, but you're keeping yourself in that loop. So, you know, a, a, a perfect model or a more ideal model would allow for, yes, one or two days a week to have that. And then on the other side, what we know would actually help with stress relief and actually help with the, you know, the body would be like to bring it down. And so, you know, I think that's where like, yeah, looking at like, what are you after and from, um, the role we're in is to not just, um, what's the word, uh, enable people. But, you know, I think that your thing, like one of the, and I came home and I told you today on this particular podcast, um, you know, Scott um, Miggy had interviewed Dr. Nicholas Romanoff. And Dr. Romanoff is like a brilliant guy. I've had the fortune of like sitting down and like talking with him and it's like most of it went over my head Mm -hmm. but like super honored to have like met him and worked with him with crossfit and so he's like an expert on obviously i remember talking to him real quick at the games whenever that was right a few years ago many years years ago six years ago. yeah and i felt like my brain got repeatedly punched and he's like such a nice guy he's always smiling but that made you almost just like, oh my God, I, I don't have any idea what's happening. I was in and a I don't dream. want to ask. Yeah. So expert on pose running, but also just like human movement in general. Yeah. And um and works with normal level people, athletes. Mm-hmm. Like so obviously has to be able to translate that stuff. But I guess Scott McGee had asked him, like, how do you um like kind of like how do you help people get beyond thinking they know like, like, how do you help them get beyond just what they want to like, just keep believing? Cause that's what they know. Like, mm-hmm. Because certainly when you're someone like him and someone's been doing that, whatever they've been doing, and you're now encouraging them to do something different. There's a lot, often a lot of resistance. Yeah. And his answer was something that was like two words that have been like, your something you've talked about so much. And one of the tenants I feel like of between the ears is like, be curious. Yeah. And when he said that, it was like kind of a cool moment. Being curious, and I think that's such an easy thing, like, oh, be curious. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. But if you really frame things, like, and I use examples in my life because that's yes, a please. tangible thing. So 
just yesterday and today, my coach said, why don't you try a little bit of a fast? Uh-huh. Just sort of reframe some things, re-energize, refocus, whatever. I have like my relationship with food. Yeah. And so immediately, I haven't been hungry for months. Months. Immediately when it's like you're fasting, I'm starving. Right, right, Which right. is like, that's in my brain. That's interesting. But instead of thinking of it from, there's two ways to think of it. One, my coach is making me do this. Uh-huh. I have to do this. I'm going to check the box. Fine, I will not eat because she told me I have to fast. That's one way. Probably not going to get much out of that. Two would be, okay, let me be curious about this. How am I feeling? What's this like? What can I learn from this? Two very different approaches that like just the simple thought of like being curious about it, not feeling like you're being held prisoner is going to provide a lot of value. And I think that is like something that is the bridge of like, form versus essence how can i be a little curious okay let me consider as you've said like consider maybe there is something more of this let me just be open to that and curious yeah and what that allows you to do to really extract okay let me be curious about why am i t- squeezing in taking the dogs to the park right now like what's that about yeah and that's a great place to go back to the journal prompt question like even if that was your journal prompt being curious about something that happened in your day Today, I'm going to be curious about something. I think that's like a great way to explore and just be like, okay, it's a place to start versus just being in the mindless. I don't know. I do it because I have to. Right. Well, that's not a reason. Who's making you? I mean, we say that at the gym. I tell people all the time, like, you don't have to. The door is there. Nobody locked you in here. No. You can leave at any time. So why are you here? Yeah. But that's like a... For a lot of people, I don't think it's ever, they're not, they don't have that agency with themselves. Well, and, and, you know, oftentimes if I'm starting to work with a new client, I'll ask them, who are you? Mm-hmm. And they'll tell me what they like, do. Like I would say, Kariana Anthes. Would you? Who are you? Do you want to do this? No. Um, I'll just ask like, hey, like, like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And it's amazing what you get back. Um, so, and, and it's fine if that question is overwhelming. I, yeah, I think it's it, also that desire, like, am I answering this right? Of That's course. That's a natural thing. But there's things about that that when we... It, it, it's not that you might have not... Have, if you had the perfect answer, if you have the perfect Which answer... what? Well, re- right. I'm just saying, if you have the rehearsing... You see this on people that are really good with marketing all the time. Mm-hmm. They say the same thing over and over. Your elevator pitch, right. your takeaway, the bluff, the bottom line up front, all of this stuff. And if you can rehear if you can say your rehearsed answer, right. I'm going to hear it, give you a little golf clap and say, "So what's the real answer?" Mm-hmm. And not in like a maybe that sounds like a bit harsh but the purpose of that and it we might come back to that if you have your things and you know who you are and you know that's great you you know who you are but the the value in it is to just re-engage with it touch back in with it 
get to know yourself again. Who am I today? Right. And when we look at the big question of who you are, it's going to change. And that's something that if you don't revisit, and it doesn't have to be in a crazy, you know, uproot your life and burn all your belongings and do something to find out who you truly are. But like just just checking in with that, you know, and so from a journaling question, how you can maybe review that daily, or be curious with it daily, because that is sort of the the, the essence of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can start to put some pieces together and start to get a little bit of an idea for if our if you were to write on top of your paper, how do I want to be today, mm-hmm. or how was I today, and looking at that how is a very powerful thing because you start to okay like well i went to the gym that doesn't say anything you're not answering the question not what did you do not what did you do that can look very not even necessarily why you did it because that can trigger a little bit more of the defensive thing um it could also we can when we ask why we can also fall back into the i know the answer to this Mm -hmm. and that's something that it might again we might still get there but we can ask that again you know, there's yeah. like the five whys thing where you ask why five times and you dig down. And, you know, that that's certainly fine. Um, but, you know, writing So that. what would be something currently that you feel like you are working on, like being curious about or kind of focusing on the essence over the form? Where's somewhere you t- tend to go? Like, like you go to f- your, your, your tendency is to go to form versus essence. Is there an area of your life you feel like that's something you need to work on today, currently? Um, I'll have to think about that. I have been, I have been really trying to identify and extract pure essence out of things. Mm-hmm talked about this before wrote about presence and appreciation is a major way in which I can connect with that. Right. Um, currently where I drift more towards form. Hmm. I don't know. Nothing comes to mind right now. Um, I think it's always going to be some form of, some form of judgment. So, what do you mean? Like where you, where I would wanna, where I would focus more on the form of something is to either hedge or protect against ultimately judgment, and to not want to be judged or not want to misrepresent or not want to. Like, give me an example. Um. Hmm. What are you doing over here? You're messing me up. I'm thinking for those listening. Do you hear it? Wheels <laughs> yes. grinding. So what is something currently? How how should I articulate it? Um I know what I'm doing when it comes to working with people to provide value, insight, empowerment. Uh, and like life-changing experiences. So your business, your craft, 
Yeah. The essence of that. The essence of what I do, I know is special. Right. I know it is incredibly powerful. And I know mostly, or most importantly, that it works. Yeah. And I also know... when people do it. Yes. And I also know that it's not easy. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not good at uh, making it always approachable. Okay. For folks. Yep. But like there's a belief within me that is very, very strong Mm -hmm. that between the ears and the coaching and the evolution of it as well Mm -hmm. truly does change lives. Okay. However, if that's the essence, then... I often look at the form of it. How is it housed? How is it it. presented? How is it? uh, Is it, is there, are there people, what are the numbers? What's the data? Yeah. Are people receiving it? For sure. What, what does it look like on paper? For sure. What does it look like on paper? Because it doesn't take into account at all the value it's providing the essence of it. Right. That makes sense. And so... I look at that and I say, well, there's a couple tactics that I would really like to use with people Mm -hmm. also that I, how do you like, not like present that or go there, but yeah, I mean, how does, how does, how does some of these tactics get disseminated, not just to people that I work with, but to people that might be curious as well or be Mm -hmm. interested and so there's a whole bunch of judgment with not wanting to not wanting to misrepresent like what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also that pressure to have the form be that which is safe. Sellable. Too. Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, I mean ultimately, safe, I would like, like to make okay, some money yeah, doing it, right. but... You know, I don't mean that. I mean, like, yeah, people see it, they get it. Okay, good. But at a certain, yeah. This is the thing with it. And it goes back to actually you catching me off guard before. People don't want to think Mm -hmm. for themselves. It's way easier to just parrot someone else. Right. I understand that as well. Like, I do. Yeah. But that is not what I do. This is not, I I had a very nice chat with a new client this morning, actually, and said specifically, Mm -hmm. this is not a parroting program. Memorization, knowing what I said. I don't know what I say half the times, honestly, Mm -hmm. but it's like, where are we right now? It's like truly a presence thing and a belief and and what, where, how are we um, operating? But at this, yeah. And so... That's then what it is. It's not the, oh, yes, you're right. That's 12 steps. No. Now, obviously, the practice is a 12-week online, is a a 12-week course. There's structure to it, but contained within it, it's everybody's unique experience with how they choose to perform it. Right. Yeah. And so that is something that I struggle with because I think, well, I know the essence is there. Mm -hmm. I need to now... I need to perfect the form. Right. Package it. In that yeah. Way. Yeah. That's and 
and I think that where I struggle with that too sometimes is. But that in itself is a contradiction almost because the people that might grasp hold of the form, you're kind of doing a like bait and switch because it's like, oh, if you try to make it too much in the form side, you're getting the wrong people and you're misleading people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where that is a challenge for me because there's the one thing like, and this is why I haven't really formally created an elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. I was talking with a a, a client um, about this recently and he's actually kind of sent me over some things and and trying to help out. And I've super appreciative of that battery just died on the thing super appreciative of that but where i haven't found the ability to really do that is because then i kind of am locked into that yeah and it is so custom i mean yeah it's not really reflective of no the 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 nature of what you're doing so and talking about that overlap, I mean, that's very much one of the things I think that attracted you to strong fit and us is it's that same, like, it's not the answer. It's not someone saying, just do this. You have to think for yourself and how to encapsulate, like, what is strong fit or what is between the ears. It's kind of like a tough one. Right. So, because it's so individual. Right. Like, I'm working with someone right now and we're not real. like what I'm working with one person is completely different than what yeah, another yeah. person is. So that's the thing. Like there is no script. Right. We can have some concepts and some pillars and some, yeah. some things Tools. like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so struggling with that, with that form part, there is still though, like the desire to have something be packaged so that it can be understood. Yeah. But then I, you go down the judgment of, am I a fraud? Am I, sure. you know, insecurity, imposters, mm-hmm. all of this stuff that is, I am 100% um, susceptible to these experiences and these emotions as well. The self-doubt, yeah, destroying yeah. yourself, all of that. So it's like, well, if I just have the form be pretty and safe and like whatever then it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like... Yeah, and uh, that's where we do have... I, maybe more than you, get hung up on that. I feel like it's disingenuine. I, I put up a post recently that was like, professional, not predator. And I do feel like the fitness space is filled with people that, yeah, they're just putting up the sales pitch and selling it. And it's misleading. It's misguided. Yeah. So, but it 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 captures an audience. It captures their credit card. It sells them on a hope, and that's it. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, I think that's interesting. Yeah. So I, I feel like I wasn't really articulate in that. No, I but. think that makes sense. But I think what's interesting about that example is it's not so concrete about like like you said. It's not just always like the essence of like working out versus the form of it, or the essence of eating versus the food. Like it you can really take it in a lot of different ways. Like, so yeah. I think that was good. Yeah. 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 Cool. Any questions? Let me look. 
Mine is forever, of course, the same. Just not checking boxes with working out and... Yours? Yeah, like I said that before, but just that the other thing about that is it doesn't just you don't just gain that awareness and then it's off 12 years of like just having fitness be checking boxes and doing whatever and not really knowing why i'm doing it right it's going to take a while to kind of progress past that yeah be about the essence and like i guess one of the things you can do too just to back to in in this from to tie to the journaling just ask yourself like what's the point now, I have a whole bit on that because that can be, it's an interesting kind of a litmus mm-hmm. for how you interpret that. Mm-hmm. But if you were to just write down, what's the point? And then you read it and you see that like, are you approaching it with apathy? Are you approaching it with cynicism? Mm-hmm. Are you approaching it with, like, how are you approaching yeah. it? Yeah. And so when you look at that. Yeah. Um, how do you deal with burnout? So we kind of talked about that a little bit. Um, that's a good one too, because what's the conditions of well, of, of the burnout? Of burnout? What is kind of burnout? Mental fatigue? Is it physical? But I think that's an interesting. But I think topic. that yeah, I think it is an interesting one, and I would say just real quickly, like try to connect back to the essence. Right. Not only of what you're doing, but like who you are as well. Mm-hmm. And if you're somebody who doesn't ever, who refuses to accept that they need a break, mm-hmm. right. or burnout might happen. Or if you explain it really well, like it's sort of the rational and the emotional. So if you're feeling like, I don't really feel like going to the gym today there's something about it i just i really don't feel like it but the rational mind is like but it's monday today and you always work out on mondays the burnout i think comes from that friction of not honoring like and i think that's hard Mm -hmm. then there's a whole slew of like rational but but i didn't work out yesterday either like surely you can't take two days off in a row Mm -hmm. so like doesn't really matter how i feel like there's all that stuff and i think that's where the presence like okay well why am i thinking that why do i think that's unacceptable what is it about two days in a row that what is that rule that's been created i think that's a huge thing with the form too like what are these rules that have been that you've kind of created and lived by that are really just crafted out of nothing so yeah i think that's um good. yeah to cover yeah that's a good one so the rational and the emotional because you spoke spoke about it that'll be a big part of the seminar mm-hmm. next week Two weekends? Two weekends. Not this week. Not this weekend. Next week. Yeah. Next week, February 8th at Motown. Uh, there's two spots left, I think. One or two spots left, uh, which is cool. So that'll be a yeah. an exciting event. Um, what else? What else mm-hmm. is coming up? I think right now that's kind of it. Yeah, for now. Yeah. We've got some things in the works. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. If there's any questions mm-hmm. that you do want to have us talk about or topics maybe to, mm-hmm. to go into, it is helpful to, to get that, to get a pulse. Um, if you found things valuable, if you like things, if you want to talk more, yeah. you know, it would mean a lot to hear from, from whoever's listening. Um, like Kay started with, we're by no means like 
the experts on this stuff. I mean, we're very we're professional. We have a ton of experience, but this is all a shared pursuit of of self discovery. And so, um, all that to say, we'd love to you know hear what's what's resonating, what's landing, what might not be, uh, any topics that that could be talked about. We'd love to hear them. And then um, yeah, just really appreciate the time of listening. So. That's all we got until next week. We will talk to you later.